Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Republicans take the House. We have fired Nancy Pelosi. Idaho murder mystery deepens. We do not have a suspect, and that individual is still out there. Jay Leno on the mend. His spirits are good. Joking with the staff. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Power shift in Washington. CBS News projects Republicans have secured control of the House of Representatives, carving out what figures to be a slim majority. California's Kevin McCarthy, who will likely replace Nancy Pelosi as House Speaker, was on Fox News. We have worked hard to earn this agenda with the ability to subpoena and hold this government accountable, secure this border, fight to make us energy independent, give a parents a say in their kids' education. CBS's Nicole Killian on Capitol Hill. GOP party leaders have vowed that oversight of the Biden administration will be at the top of their agenda, including the withdrawal from Afghanistan and Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings. McCarthy will have to contend with a smaller-than-expected Republican majority and a fractured conference. Several hardline conservatives have proposed rule changes that would chip away at his leadership, but McCarthy believes he will secure the votes he needs to become speaker. Speaker Speaker Nancy Pelosi has not said whether she will remain in leadership, but her office posted that the speaker plans to address her future plans today. The hunt has intensified for the person or people behind the killing of four University of Idaho students. Their bodies were found in a home last weekend. They had been killed with some type of knife or blade. CBS's Christina Ruffini says fear has prompted some students to head home. We cannot say that there's no threat to the community. Police in Moscow, Idaho, walked back previous statements that there's no ongoing danger. I probably should have been standing here a day or so ago, but I'm here now. Law enforcement said there were no signs of forced entry and two other roommates were home but not harmed in the pre-dawn attack. But authorities weren't called until the next day. We don't know why that call came in at noon and not in the middle of the night. Investigators are trying to piece together the victim's timeline Saturday night. They say they know Ethan Chapin and Zana Chernobyl were at a party on campus. Madison Mojan and Kaylee Gonsalves were seen at a downtown bar. The U.S. and NATO say the missile that killed two people in Poland was likely fired by Ukraine to counter a Russian attack. CBS's Chris Livesey and what's been said by Ukraine. President Zelensky was initially adamant that it was not a Ukrainian missile that struck Poland, but a Russian one. However, this morning, the spokesman for Ukraine's Air Force was less certain. He told CBS News that it didn't matter whose rocket it was, since it was during a Russian airstrike that triggered Ukraine's defenses. And he added Ukraine's Air Force is still gathering evidence, and now President Zelensky is stressing the same point. A November chill is taking hold. More than 80% of all Americans are bracing for below average temperatures tomorrow. And Mike Bettis of the Weather Channel says many places along the Great Lakes are going to get snow. A very big lake effect snow event last through Sunday, really targeting areas off of Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, and Lake Ontario. In places like Buffalo, they'll be measuring it in feet. The holiday push is underway and the pressure is on for the U.S. Postal Service. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports it's on a hiring 
shopping spree to head off the kind of delivery disruptions seen since the beginning of the pandemic. At her clothing business in Los Angeles, Bo Analoha says holiday mail deliveries help keep her store afloat. If I don't have timely delivery, it impacts my business because my staff is working harder, my staff is working longer hours. The U.S. Postal Service says it's adding more package processing machines and is trying to hire approximately 28,000 seasonal workers to prevent a holiday crush and delays. But testifying before a congressional panel, a representative of managers and postmasters warns hiring won't be easy. He says recruitment efforts are already sluggish nationwide. Postmasters that are short-staffed in many areas of the country are personally delivering mail. In some regions, advertised vacancies get no applicants. Aloha is encouraging her customers to shop early. We're starting to take our request for packages for Christmas delivery. We don't want to wait, so we want to be proactive. Twelve Republicans voted with all Democrats in the U.S. Senate in a test vote on a bill that protects same-sex and interracial marriages. A final vote's expected soon. Action coming while Democrats still control the House. Jay Leno has undergone surgery for serious burns caused by a gasoline fire that erupted while he worked on a vintage car. His doctor, Peter Grossman, says another surgical procedure will take place soon. The burns were very significant to his face and his hands and his chest. But I also want to emphasize that he's doing very well. He's got a very strong attitude. He's a very strong individual. High-pressure oxygen therapy is also being used to stimulate healing. It was one of the memorable ads on last season's Super Bowl telecast. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Now Larry David, Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal, and other celebrities are named as defendants in a class action suit against the cryptocurrency exchange FTX. The firm sought bankruptcy protection after losing billions of dollars. The suit argues those big names promoted what was a failed business model. Well, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety is out with results of crash tests on mid-sized pickups. Only the larger crew cabs were tested. Institute President David Harkey says the Chevy Colorado, GMC Canyon, and Honda Ridgeline all protected their occupants. There's a low likelihood of injury. The only thing we saw in those three vehicles was a slight elevation and injury risk to the pelvis. The Ford Ranger and Nissan Frontier got acceptable marks. The Toyota Tacoma was marginal. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Concern about inflation and rising interest rates is hitting home. Greg McBride of Bankrate.com on a new survey. 53% of Americans say that they've delayed a financial milestone such as home improvements or getting a new car because of the economy. 58% of Americans have opted out of activities or events, uh, things like taking a vacation or dining out with family and friends. Starbucks workers at more than 100 stores in the U.S. are vowing to strike today. They want better pay and more consistent schedules. The Latin Grammys are tonight in Las Vegas. Bad Bunny leads the field with 10 nominations, including album and record of the year. But he won't be there, at least not in person. The Puerto Rican superstar is scheduled to perform in Medellin, Colombia. The Latin Grammys Person of the Year? Los Bukis frontman Marco Antonio Solis, who will perform a medley of the band's classics, 
Dating back to 1975, the group's reunion sold out L.A. SoFi Stadium last year faster than the Rolling Stones' last concert there. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Justin Verlander of the Astros and Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins win baseball's Cy Young Awards. For Verlander, a dominant season at age 39 after missing a year for Tommy John surgery. It's his third Cy Young. Alcantara is the first Marlins pitcher to win the award. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.